Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Happy Friday. I love the podcast because it's always like, woo, Friday feels. It's a good ending. Yes. Although I don't know that there's an end to anything because we're in the <laughs> middle of the legislative session. Mara Carabello's in studio. Greg Hughes is in his man cave right now working on some bills. <laughs> like so busy, he just can't even come join us. So thanks yeah, for being um, here. This is, fir- this is the first time I've done this remotely. You know, I feel like I'm going to get, I like it when when uh, the other uh, guest host is on the on the phone, because then I can interrupt at ease. But now I'm at the disadvantage, so I don't know. It is so easier to lock you, you out. Okay, well, we're going to go through a ton of these bills because a lot of them that I wanted to talk about are the ones that we keep hearing about on the news. And there's a couple bills that are literally sucking the oxygen out of the air, but I know there's other important things happening. We keep talking about the two transgender bills. One of them died today. It was the one that would not allow... Um, children to transition is that right mara right the doctor bill yeah. uh, it died a couple hours ago in committee so so it, that one is gone and the other one that everyone's been talking about is the transgender sports bill it moved past the house on wednesday and just yesterday we heard from the governor uh who was fairly emotional saying i don't know that i can stand behind this bill he says he understands that girls need a place for their sports but we need to sit down and talk about this. And as of last night when we did a story, uh, the representative, Kara Berkland, who is um, working on this bill, hadn't spoken to the governor yet. So how much of this is talk and show and how much of it is going to be getting down to the nitty-gritty is still up in the air. Do you think there's way to work this out and make it work, or should the whole thing die, Mara? You know, the governor led with, hey, I'm, I'm willing to talk to the sponsor. He did also insinuate that he might veto it, though. I mean, he was, as you suggested, passionate and really yeah. personal about that. This has been a controversial bill the whole time. I don't think that they've resolved all the issues. So the question will be, can you get the governor to the point where he feels comfortable? Because I think, actually, the legislature, if one had to guess, they're going to pass it. So then that leads to the question of an override, um, which becomes very interesting because they technically have the votes. But I would put forth that they would be expending a lot of political chits and energy if they chose an override pass. So will they do that, Greg? Because at the state of the state, I think that was a very impassioned something we heard from the governor that he was going to veto bills and they may override them. And this may be one of them. But is this worth it to put all your coins on the table for this? Well, I, I will tell you, I hope that they uh, go upstream and they find agreement before it com- becomes uh, an issue or it com- comes to that. And I'll tell you why. You know, high school sports, I don't know if you if you have uh, children that have participated or you've, you've watched this. It's a highly sensitive issue generally. Uh, you see kids, that, students that will transfer from one school district to another. Uh, oftentimes, there's, there's controversy attached to that, whether that transfer was related to the sport that the the student plays and if they got a starting position on a, on a respective team and, and what does that do to the other students that were attending that school and limiting their opportunities. This is a, this is a very, this is tough. And I will tell you that 
if the legislature doesn't get in front of this and start defining some of these things, the moment you see young men who identify as women uh, participating in these high school of girls sports and taking those uh, roster spots from other girls, it, it will be a, a mushroom cloud. You will see parents and families and communities that won't tolerate it. They are not going to the issues that we're talking about with transgender uh, students. It's intensely personal. We've talked about this in the last uh, our last podcast. It's one that's more private, and I believe, than it is one you want neon lights around it, especially the students and the families that are confronting these challenges. It, but if you see these these sports go this route, and you start to see uh, roster spots filled with those that identify as female, uh, you there'll be a, there'll be a reaction from our communities, and I don't think it'll be positive. And I think it would be more divisive to see some, to see our state in the aftermath deal with this than to get in front of it and uh, prevent it from. So happening. I'm going to stick with the in, after this question. I'm going to stick with let's head to speed round, Greg, so we can cover more. But I will All say, right. I will say, I still think that that's encouraging hate, and I still think that there's just no role for the legislature. We have experts dealing with this issue. We have standards already set up by authorities who have expertise and jurisdiction, and I would suggest that the legislature is way out of their depth on this. All right, while we're talking about high school students, uh, there, there's a consent bill out there that's getting a lot of talk, too. This one's coming from Representative uh, Carol Spackman-Moss, who's been an educator for uh, many, many years. Uh, this one is obviously in Utah. It's a hot-button issue. Nobody wants to talk sex. They don't want them to talk sex <laughs> at school. Nobody wants to talk sex at home. But uh, this bill would aimed at requiring students to at least have a conversation about what consent is, what coercion is, sexual violence, and there's definitely two very strong sides on this. Greg, do we need this? And is 13, which is the age where we'd start talking to kids about this in school, too young to say no means no, or you have a choice and this is your body and you don't have to send those pictures or you don't have to do this? Well, I guess it's hard for me. I mean, 13 seems too young to me. I, I, I I worry that we sexualize these kids at such an early 